opinions and suggestions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on News 1023 KRMG. Welcome to Wheels with automotive experts from Cecil & Sons Discount Tires in Sand Springs and Tulsa Gas Technologies, your CNG expert, here to answer your questions about your car, truck, or SUV. To join the program, call 918-460-KRMG. That's 918-460-5764. Or you can text your questions to 95920. The Ask the Experts weekend rolls on with Wheels with Lloyd Boland, Troy Cox, Tom Sewell, and the host of Wheels, Denver Fox. U.S. auto recalls are the lowest since 2013. I guess they've they got them all out in the last two or three years. Now they're they're done. They've got them all done, so they're going down now. Talk about that in your calls at 918-460-KRMG on this edition of Wheels. Good morning and happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm Denver Fox, along with our panel of experts here. Let's start off with the king of the crankshaft, Lloyd Boland. Good morning. Good morning, Denver. You're the only one wearing green. You've got a green-type uh, shirt on. Did well, you? I, I didn't realize that it was. <laughs> didn't <laughs> That's my accident, huh? It was. <laughs> okay, well, no one will be pinching you then no. all the way home. Hey, we're already, we've barely tapped 80 degrees in some days, and you're already getting coming in saying, let's check out the air conditioning, huh? Yep turn it on and it's not cool immediately yeah but you know even 80 degrees when your car sits out it's warming up quite a bit inside and then you're in traffic and i turned mine on this week yeah it's uh, it's good but, to have uh, all it's something that's good to check now, one of the tips on that would be the fact that always check the service valves because we see more of that leaking than anything else anymore wow and it's if, if they ever make a really good service valve, someday we won't even have to work on them, maybe. But whatever happens is something always goes out on them. Have the days pretty much gone where you could kind of add a little dab of AC uh, gas? On. Yeah, free on to yourself. You can't really do it yourself anymore, I wouldn't recommend you? it. The reason I don't is because the pressures. You don't know. If the AC is not working right, it could be a malfunction in the compressor. You could have a you could start to charge it up and be dealing with a pressure of 100 pounds and you just it's just dangerous and what should it be what how many pounds low sides normally about 25 to 35 max, oh, well, max is probably 32 so that would that'd be a little um, over the top yeah thing, well it? it can be very dangerous and it it actually if you only need like a pound of freon time you buy all the stuff to do that you spent the money Good thing about the warmer weather, uh, you can apply your PC41 Plus headlamp restoration oh, yeah. kit now. It's just warm enough. That kind of weather. Yeah, good weather to do that and clean up those headlamp lenses. Tom uh, Sewell with Tulsa Gas Technologies is here. Hey. Well, I've been in town for quite a while right now. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That is good. And uh, you just came through the Sand Springs area. Could you smell a little smoke over that area? You know, it wasn't too bad coming in, but going home last night, it was something to see. Uh, I even seen Owasso Police Department over there. So it was must have been a pretty big event going up over the hill towards Shell Creek. As I understand it, the Osage Casino was shut down. It may still be, for all I know. And they were using that as a staging area. Area and had a lot of the emergency uh, trucks and vehicles all around they there were everywhere trying to get it going and I saw some aerial footage uh, from our I think the Fox 23 uh, uh, 
sky cam thing that was flying around and it was just looked like fire everywhere yeah all so down through there from about was, 129th to 209th um most of it seemed like it was on the south side of 412 but there was something going on on the north side because there's you know you could see fire trucks everywhere yeah and i think maybe uh maybe probable in you know some and of it, it's i just don't understand right now it's in all of our minds about how dry it is why are we not hyper careful about everything else? yeah exactly well uh we always talk a little bit about fuel prices because the cmg is uh, so uh, much less costly than uh, just getting regular gasoline but gasoline actually took a jump this week it jumped a dime went up to uh 234 for a while now it's kind of backing off coming down to 233 232 a gallon right now yeah i watched wholesale price do that same thing uh Friday, I think I seen wholesale was a dollar ninety one, and so that's about right for the two thirty three. By the time you had taxes and that evil profit, they have to make. Yes. And um, you know, it's it's just frustrating to see it do that. Uh, and actually, I didn't look at oil Friday. Well, uh, it was it was up a dollar. I think it's sixty two now a barrel. Sixty two. That's pretty good. Is what I saw just a while ago. I happened to look at it. I think sixty two thirty four. Yeah. So it's uh, gradually going back up. So yeah, that'd be an excuse to yeah, raise go the ahead price and, next yeah, week. <laughs> well, as well. And they are doing a, what they call a turnaround over at the Holly Refinery. Uh, they are. Huh? Yeah, they're doing a huge turnaround. And turnaround means they're overhauling things and fixing things. But uh, that'd be a good reason to go ahead and jack the price up. Sure. According to AAA, the average cost of a gallon of gasoline, this is nationwide, is about 25 cents more than it was this time last year. We kind of got used to the lower prices on gasoline for a couple of years there. And now it's beginning to kind of, they think, go back up for a while. And they're still riding the wave, they say, if you will, as a result of Hurricane Harvey, where gasoline prices jumped up afterwards. So uh, because of the hurricane and some of the refineries down there that were shut down for, a sh I don't know, what, a week, maybe? Yeah, that's still hogwash. Yeah, they can, I think there should be everything be back in line by yeah. now on that. But uh, it never really returned to pre-hurricane rates. And back when the hurricane hit, that was August 25th. Uh, oil was $47 a barrel, they say, and we hit $66 a barrel in January. Now we're down back to 60 to $61 a barrel, 62 this morning. So Sinclair attributes the higher prices to a combination of factors, including the effects of the production cutbacks by OPEC and non-OPEC foreign producers finally kicked in, not to mention some speculative money going on. So it's in crude oil futures. So all kinds of factors. Anyway. Sometimes I think it'd be easier, and we would probably swallow it a lot easier if they just said the wind's blowing from the north, we're going to mm -hmm. change the price, and it's blowing from the south. Because, yeah. you know, they just do it on a whim, <laughs> seems like. It seems that way, doesn't it? Cheaper gas prices, of course, in the last few years have buyers have been choosing bigger vehicles, so a lot more people getting those, uh, you know, SUVs and just bigger cars. And, eh, gas is cheap enough. We'll just go ahead and buy and not really thinking about uh, the future. But they could still switch it to a CNG and save a lot of money and have it at that regular low, low price. You bet. We've been the same price for almost three years <laughs> now, you know, other than some tax changes. And we don't see major changes in price. It's so very stable. The gas market is so consistent. And then we buy our fuel out a year at a time. Now, they're still mulling around gas tax of six cents a gallon uh, for gasoline to uh, kind of help with budgets and stuff in the state of Oklahoma. Would that still apply to natural gas? Well, you know, there's been so many proposals. Um, one 
time it's in there, one time it's not. Our industry is happy to, you know, go ahead and, and ride the tide with everybody. We're not trying to get a carve out. Um, but it's it's just weird how the politics play where one time it's in, one time it's not. One time there's something for electric, one time there's not. You know, we're all Oklahomans. Let's rise and sink with the tide. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of... I think well, plays up and word in there. Yeah, 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 maybe so. <laughs> Uh, according to uh, new stats, 62% of U.S. vehicle sales were trucks. So more people are buying the bigger vehicles, the trucks, and uh, which includes pickups, SUVs, and crossovers. Cars were remaining 38% of the total. And back in 2012, it was nearly even. Trucks were 51% sales and 49% were cars. So more, more trucks these days. A lot of people want to haul stuff. I yeah, do. I do, too. I, I, do. I have three of them. <laughs> I, like, I like trucks. <laughs> Troy Cox with Cecil & Son Discount Tires in Sand Springs and Sepulpa. You got a truck. Absolutely. Got a nice one. It's, they, 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 you got to haul stuff. You got to have that. Well, you know, some of our clients have trucks that are, you know, 99% of the time used as passenger cars. And, you know, to be fair, mine's probably my passenger vehicle 80% of the time. But if I need to hook up on a trailer or, you know, deliver some tires or pick up some tires... I couldn't do it in a car. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, it's spring break coming up this week, and, of course, you have probably got a lot of people leaving cars uh, perhaps while they're gone on spring break, or a lot of people bringing their trailers in. We've been talking about getting trailers enough, and you've been doing a lot of work on that this week. Yeah, we've had a bunch of boat trailer and travel trailers come in for fresh rubber because, of course, you know, once you're past four years, you're out of warranty on pretty much everything out there. You start getting six, seven years, you know, do you really want to take that epic road trip and roll the dice? Uh, but we're seeing service too. I mean, you've got bearings on trailers that need to be packed. If you're taking a extended trip, especially if there are any mountains, maybe you want to look and make sure the brakes are working properly and in good condition. There are just things you should do to minimize your chance of issues out on the road. And then a lot of the things we're seeing is just uh, had a guy with a trailer by the other morning. I mean, just right at opening, he was trying to head out of town. It had been sitting all winter. Uh, tires were all low. He'd gone by, you know, one of the convenience stores and his little pump there was struggling to get him above 60 psi and they're 80 psi rated tires so you come to the tire store well you can blow them up to 80 it's not a big deal (laughs) (laughs) you can do that and you know a lot of times i don't know if you see this or not but i'll be behind trailers and their taillights are not hooked up or don't work and i'm sure that's something that has to be checked as well well it is both from a safety standpoint you know it's kind of nice if you're giving the people behind you a clue of what you're doing but i mean tom's been talking about it uh, and with good reason. The ODOT is looking at that kind of stuff. I mean, if you're buzzing down the road, and especially at night, and your lights aren't working, you know, you're kind of asking for a ticket. Yep. And, uh, Tom, you're probably dealing with a lot of that all the time. I, is, it's just commercial trailers that have to have all of that stuff? Or if you just have a private trailer that you do uh, some occasional personal hauling, uh, you don't need to do all that or what? Well, uh, as far as lights, you got to have them on. You're supposed to have them on everything. And there's a, some DOT standards on lights on any trailer, depending on the size. Um, where the DOT kicks in is uh, real hard is if you're crossing state lines uh, with commercial vehicles um, or you're over 26,000 uh, combined weight. So uh, you see the guy pulling his bobcat in the back of his truck with a one-ton truck. That is definitely a, a DOT-regulated vehicle. And a lot of the penalties are so much higher if you're a bad actor in that environment than they are if you're under 26 or just mom and dad running around with your lawnmower in your trailer. 
Now, I don't know the answer. Do trailers have tags? Do oh, yeah. Well, now, when we're right. in this commercial motor vehicle environment, yes, they all have to have tags. Yeah. But your personal little lawnmower trailer does not have to have a tag. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Car over. trailers are supposed to, aren't they? Car trailers, yeah, yeah, car trailers are supposed to have. It's real easy for a car trailer, the truck and trailer combined to be 26000 you know, yeah. when you get a bigger trailer. And uh, like my race trailer just barely puts me over 26000 so I've had to upgrade everything on that. Do boat trailers have to have tags? Uh, well, if it's under 26, it doesn't. And you stay in Oklahoma and you're not using it for like fishing tournaments. You know, oh, cause, it's commercial. Then you yeah. do it, obviously. Yeah, because okay. if you're going to fishing tournaments, you're getting paid. Yeah. But if you have one of them big rigs, it's over 26, then you're. But a bass boat, no. I, I'm going to think no. Okay. All right. Well, I knew there's, there's some definition there on it. Anyway. But I mean, if you've got some sponsor stickers on your bass yeah. boat. Oh, yeah. Even if you're not winning this season that still has the expectation or the possibility of getting paid so you can still be interpreted as being commercial yes right. 719 here on this st patrick's day and we are looking for a high today around 67 degrees it is 40 degrees in tulsa you're listening to wheels on news 1023 krmg Technology has their very own synthetic oil that will keep your motor running a lot longer. It's Sin Pro Oil, and it's 100% synthetic oil optimized for high performance and alternative fuel engines. And uh, I use it in my vehicles, and you should too. It's good oil. It's made right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's right. The synthetic oil capital of the world. Some of the best, <laughs> some of the best synthetics you could have possibly put together. All right, we got some text messages at 95920. And if you got questions, we invite you to uh, shoot them into us, and we'll answer them for you on the air. Um, do you recommend BG? EGR cleaner or EGR DPF delete and what are the side effects of that and Troy you know a little more about that BG products um, I've had good luck with the BG products uh, more on the gasoline side we don't do a lot of diesel service you know much beyond just the normal fluid changes uh, but I would be concerned about you know removing that diesel particulate filter system um, I'm not I'm really not sure what all the side effects that he's asking about would be. I just know this, that the vehicle's driveline and, and engine and computer management's designed around having that piece of equipment in there. Um, that would be something to really look at before you start pulling that stuff off. Um, as far as the BG cleaners, the pour-ins, and the engines, uh, again, not a lot on the diesel side, but on the gas side, we bought a little Ford Escape, or my brother did, for his daughter to go to college. Uh, 30 some odd thousand miles, but it's a gas direct injection engine, which have their own unique set of issues with carbon buildup on the valves and what have you. Um, when we checked the compression and then ran the pour in EPR through the vehicle and it run for the 15, 20 minutes it's supposed to, and then changed the oil, got that out, put fresh oil in and checked it in, it picked up 12 to 15 PSI per cylinder just with that pour in change. And we've seen that on other vehicles. So, I mean, the cleaners can make a difference. And if you have a gas direct injection engine, you have a whole new set of worries than you had with previous generation motors in terms of induction cleaning, in terms of 
rings sticking with carbon buildup, you've got to be a lot more careful. And, you know, this gets into something, whether it's Tom's oil or, or whatever oil you're using, don't cheap out on your oil in general. But with a gas direct injection engine, really, really don't cheap out on your oil because it will cost you. All right. Very good. Another uh, text message at 95920. Is there a farm use exception for some of those uh, trailers that we're talking about there? There is, and um, I'm not 100%. I need to check on that. As soon as I read that, I, I sh knew I should have checked that. But there is an exemption, and it's a, um, so X amount of air miles away from your farm that there are some exceptions to those um, uh, DOT rules. But you get farther away from that farm, the full-blown DOT rules kick in. Yeah, and you'd have to have tags and do the whole, you bet. The whole thing. I know there are some exceptions when you have farm tags and stuff when you're close to your farm. Okay. All right, 725 here. Uh, after reaching a breaking, record-breaking 53 million recalled cars in 2016, now reports that uh, the United States dipped to 30.7 million in 2017, which is the lowest figure since 2013. So last year's figures were aided by all the recalls in the automotive industry, the Takata airbags. I think that's... The great majority of them, the Takata airbags. So maybe we've gotten all of those out now, and they're just out there. Maybe so. But, you know, I've seen over the last 10 years that cars are actually lasting longer. And I don't know if it's because the bodies are lighter, but uh, I don't think nothing about owning a vehicle that has 150,000 miles on it now. Uh, you know, I, the one I'm driving, 2013, has 179. And I don't plan on selling it tomorrow. You know, it's still a great vehicle. Yeah, maybe But at the point he does that. sell it. I wouldn't be scared to buy it because I know it's been well-maintained. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the key. You know, if your choice is the 35,000-mile 10-year-old grandma car, you know, that looks pristine because it's been in the garage but only has 35,000 miles on it, or the 3-year-old vehicle with 100,000 miles on it, and I'm grabbing the 3-year-old vehicle if I've got a good maintenance record because I know that old car that's been sitting a lot has a unique and wide-ranging set of problems that are going to come back and bite me, yeah. if not now, soon. They'll just pop up at any time. 727, we got the latest news from our 24-hour Fox News Center coming up next on News 1023 KRMG. festive time for all. They're going to have the big winding downtown of the Blue Dome District this evening uh, for St. Patrick's Day. Between 50 and 80,000 people expected to attend that party down the Arnie's Bar. They've hosted that for more than six decades, so that's going to be something to see and to have. And so be careful. They are going to have checkpoints down there for sobriety checks, so uh, just keep that in mind. They're warning you way ahead of time. They just don't want you to uh, be drinking and driving out there. Hey, get information about compressed natural gas vehicles or any problems you might have with the blue energy fuel stations. All you have to do is text CNG to 313131. You might win a tank full of CNG for your vehicle or for, uh, you might get, you still have some beanies uh, to give away? Still have a few beanies. Um, we're still giving away fuel. And, you know, it's funny now we get text about other people's stations because they don't respond. 
And so they call us about other people's stations through our tech service. Oh, man. <laughs> it's funny. That's wild. Got some more text messages at 95920. Uh, let's see. They've got an O2 Jeep Liberty. It has a 3.7, 146,000 miles, and they're wanting a price on that uh, to have a head gasket leak repaired. Those are... Are those kind of a standard thing? That 3.7 engine is such such a mess. Um, you probably have, you know, unless you've been a maniac changing the oil and using extremely high quality synthetic blends or better a synthetic, you probably have sludge issues. So, you know, when you open up the engine and put it back together, that stuff starts filling it around. It can plug up your oil pump and, and cause starvation issues. But, you know, assuming it needed a head gasket uh, replaced, parts and labor probably 15 1600 range but it's not uncommon for those to need a whole lot more right you've got you know the nylon guides for the timing chains are bad about wearing and when they wear then the chain can actually start hitting metal and you've got wear there and you know at that point do you go ahead and put fresh timing chains and guides in it Um, it can be an issue of where do you stop and if you don't do it now and put the engine back together and have trouble a few months down the road you know, is it the shops who's warned you, hey, you've got extra wrong while we're in there. Do you want to fix it? Or is it yours for refusing the extra work because the budget wouldn't take it? It just, it can be a real mess. Yeah. yeah Water can. pump is driven off the timing chain. That motor is not, you really got to think about it before you go that far with that motor. Wow. Yeah, because again, you, you probably won't just do head gaskets and if you do one you might as well do both you've got the engine torn down that far anyway you're probably going to have to have the heads at least taken to a machine shop and surface to make sure they're flat if you find a crack in the head at that point you're buying a reman head um, at that point you're starting to get into okay, what's a used motor cost but if you get online you'll find most of the used motors are well north of 100 grand so you're buying something that probably has the same, uh, issue. the same issues as yours or will have the same issues as your motor wow. because it has similar miles to your engine it's not that it can't be done but it's not something to enter into lightly that is amazing unfortunately cars now repairs a lot of them come down just to math how much will it cost? And no, there's no end to these motors when you start in on them. Once you break them open, it, it's just like they just come unraveled. And it's uh, tough to know which is the best way to go. You may yeah. be better just to junk it and get a different vehicle. Well, even. sometimes you are. If you do yeah. the math, you get that particular vehicle, it may be well worth it. But without seeing it, it'd be hard to say. We were talking about, uh, you know, of course, using synthetic oil and everything to keep your motor running better. Talk a little bit about road miles versus stop-and-go traffic that we have. As far as these high-mileage cars, I mean, it's nothing to get up to 200,000, even 300,000 miles on vehicles nowadays. Tom was saying earlier, cars are running longer. They're just staying together better and built better now. And uh, it's much better to be driving long range, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You buy a car with 200,000 like Tom has, like road miles. The wear factor on that car, my guess, would be half of that. Yeah, because I haven't pushed the brake a quarter of the times, you know, and the steering and shock, everything about it is. um, And from what we see with vehicles that come in, somebody that is a commuter, they tend to understand that, and they're really doing, you know, taking care of all the nuts and bolts and taking care of the maintenance and fluids. Where your drive-around town cars, People abuse them, and they don't realize what they're doing to that car and how severe the duty is that they've got that thing in. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you're not driving at least 20 minutes minimum, you are severe duty. 
you are not getting your engine warm enough to bake the gas that's blown by the rings, the water that's condensed from the hot, cold cycling out of your engine lubricants. You're building up sludge. Uh, you should be on a very aggressive oil change, and you should be expecting more issues than, again, Tom's that, you know, his commute is, what, 40 miles? Yeah, about 35, 40 miles. I mean, that, that thing's fully warmed up. Everything's circulating. By the time he gets to work, he's had a good drive. My commute used to be two miles. It's about nine now. It's a great commute. I love it. But my truck doesn't get hot. And so I run a full synthetic everywhere. And for my engine oil, I change it every five grand. But my trucks, even with those short hops, with my aggressive fluid changing, I mean, the last one I sold uh, through Lloyd, last I heard, it was coming up on 340,000 miles. And other than routine maintenance, he'd yet to have a valve cover off it. Oh, that car, that truck will be running when the rest of you guys' trucks are gone. Probably. <laughs> so, I mean, if you take good care of them, they are lasting longer. But you've got to realize these little short hops, that's not normal service. That's not easy on cars. That's about the most abusive type of service in terms of an environment. And these long road mile trips, like Tom takes all the time, and that's really easy cruising for vehicles. Yeah. I think a few years ago, the uh, Chamber of Commerce did some, you know, stats to let people know. Said the average commute in the Tulsa area was up now. It's like 18 and a half minutes, roughly. I mean, you can say 19, 20 minutes, basically. But that type of commute every day is the kind of drive that you really don't get it warmed up enough do you no it's not a matter of did it come up to operating temperature sure it did it did that in the first three to five minutes did it stay at operating temperature long enough to bake those contaminants out of your fluids and the answer is for a lot of vehicles no yeah 744 this is wheels on this saturday morning news 1023 krmg well, here's a recall from Ford. Ford came out this We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We uh, kind of got ahead of the curve, I guess, on it. But nearly 1.4 million cars in North America uh, being recalled. They discovered that the steering wheels of two vehicle models could come off while you're driving. The company said bolts on the steering wheel may become loose, leading to the loss of control and an increased risk of crash. The two affiliated affected models are the Ford Fusion and the Lincoln MKZ. Ford is also recalling about 6,000 Ford Fusions with manual transmissions because of a risk of a fire from a clutch plate fractures in there. So there's, if you got a Ford, you need to get that. They'll be contacting you shortly on yeah, that. You would think there would be a little bit of warning there you would feel something maybe a little bit of if you got yeah. a steering wheel and it feels like it's moving back and forth yeah. as opposed to just turning yeah. left and right yeah get that checked out immediately yes <laughs> that's a good idea now tom you said you had race cars where you had to take the wheel off you put them back on all the time right yeah just well there's in. a little clip that we pull to get in and out and uh it's a and i'm not going to say it's common but i've seen it happen where they don't get that clip back in you look up and the driver's holding the wheel that's not detached not hooked up to the car oh, i still yeah. want to see tom getting out in and out of one of those cars yeah those see are that. those are small cars <laughs> that is for sure all right 745 here here's a interesting story a car dealer thought he was uh, just buying a car at auction he got a lot more than he bargained for, and his uh, Wichita, Kansas is where he found me. Purchased a used Nissan Ultima at an auction in Oklahoma City for about $9,000. Well, the car seemed fine until a test drive when he realized there's an issue with the gas tank. So upon further inspection, he found nearly 26 pounds of meth, one pound of heroin in the tank. 
Wow. That's $80,000 car I bought for $6,000. What a bargain he got there. Yeah. Or a little prison time. Apparently that's yeah. uh, that's doesn't uh, enhance the that. driving of the car, though. And authorities yeah. said the street value of the drugs was between $300,000 and $400,000. Oh, so it's, what the yeah. bargain. Yeah. <laughs> so th- this is goes to, I mean, that's a funny story, but it goes to show that uh, any kind of foreign element in your gas tank obviously has a big effect on how your car runs because uh, the pump is in there. It, sh- it affects how the pump uh, flow, the flow of the fuel and all of that. Yeah, I don't know the quantities of, I don't know, you know, uh, meth prices, but that much meth in that tank, how, one, how much gas you could even put in it. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, I don't know how much it displaced as far as space or anything on there. but uh, Obviously enough to get his attention. Yeah. Uh, and we see every once in a while you hear about a high-speed chase every right here in Tulsa. Here's a guy that uh, in Indianapolis arrested this guy after a high-speed chase this last Thursday night. It was the third time they've done so this year. It doesn't include another chase that this guy was involved with in, back in 2017. He's currently being held on 12 charges of stemming from the latest incident, uh, including operating a vehicle without a license. So he's a little wild card there out there. <coughs> it seems like when you see some of these uh, people that are dealing in uh, criminal activity, their vehicle fails them many times. I, I see stories of a uh, guy was robbing a bank and he got out and his car either ran out of gas or just stopped or something happened. You'd think that would be something you would think about ahead of time. Well, they need to publish a checklist. You know, if you're going to go do stupid things, you should have at least the minimum things here on your list. <laughs> Is your gas tank full? Are your tires properly inflated? You know, all of that simple good stuff. stuff. They should uh, enroll in your vehicle maintenance program at Tulsa Gas Tech. They, they would, should. That yeah. would have kept them. They uh, could be under fleet service and you could do all kinds of wild stuff. <laughs> now, as part of your fleet service, you also uh, have all of this information about uh, DOT uh, rules that have to be met, certain guidelines that. They're really cracking down on now, and if you have not uh, checked it out and had a small truck, maybe you know we're talking. We use as an example uh, lawn services that usually just throw their lawnmowers in a trailer and take off. Well, if you reach a certain weight on that, you suddenly fall under these guidelines. If you get stopped, and they're stopping them, I've seen them stop them recently. Uh, you could be in for huge fines if you don't uh, meet the criteria. You bet. And what I see these lawn service trailers all the time, you see the axles all bowed out. They've got them way overloaded. And uh, if they stop you, it is severe penalties for that type of a deal. And uh, one of the things they're checking for is uh, securing your load. So if you don't have everything strapped uh, down in your trailer um, or, you know, on it or whatever it is, they'll do and tickets can get massive. Uh, you've uh, condensed what is hundreds of pages of DOT rules and regulations into a small booklet that you're uh, making available free on your website that you can download in a PDF file. And uh, it makes it a lot simpler to go through and say, oh, yeah, I'm doing that or I'm not doing that or that doesn't apply to me. But uh, it's better to know than uh, to find out the hard way. You bet. And we're putting more on there. We've finished up some other um stuff for we can put on there this next week so keep checking if if you're looking and you're inquiring about the dot compliance keep checking that same portion of our website um there's, there should be some new banners on KRMG's website now that will hot link you to it as well um so watch for those banners and uh it'll take you right to it okay 
Is that on our wheels page? Uh, it should be just on the home page, I think. I, oh, okay. I haven't chased them down. I proved all the banners the other day, so they should be coming out. Oh, okay. I hadn't uh, hadn't had a chance to look through it yet, but I'm sure it's on there. If uh, if you do, uh, the links, though, it's TulsaGasTech.com, but uh, links to that is on our wheels page at KRMG.com, so you yep. can get the information there, too. I was going to say, I, noticed, I had a car come in the other day, and I've never noticed it. It was CNG on a wrecker. Yeah, well, we get them that way all the time. They forget to put fuel in them and <laughs> unload them at the pump, put fuel in them, and they drive off. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yay, buy fuel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 7.51. It is Saturday morning. It is St. Patrick's Day. On this March 17, 2018, I'm Denver Fox, and this is Wheels on News 1023 KRMG. If you're thinking about converting your vehicle to compressed natural gas, you need to talk to Tom here about all the rebates and tax credits that you can uh, cover the initial investment, certainly in a short period of time. And uh, the link to that is on uh, Tulsa Gas Tech. It's on our wheels page once again at krmg.com, tulsagastech.com. You guys also uh, do Lloyd's PC41 Plus, the headlamp restoration kit for the headlamp lenses to get all fuzzy and hazy out there. This is a product that really does work, makes them look like brand new. And you guys throw it in as part of your maintenance. Part of our fleet maintenance. I'm fixing to do one of them. I got a new secretary, and I'm fixing to do her car this next week, and she'll be so happy. You know, I find out, Lloyd, it, it starts, uh, I was looking at some different uh, headlamps, it, maybe just around the top, around size, certain parts. It doesn't necessarily affect mm -hmm. the entire lens, and it just kind of creeps up on you, and then suddenly... You it know, always starts at the, the where it's exposed straight up to the sun. Yeah. It's vertical. Yeah. And uh, if you don't, well, next time we get yours in, we'll fix that. Because that's we can do it now, and it'll... It won't get any worse. Yeah, it's just a little bit, but yeah. I noticed some uh, new cars and different, lots yeah. of different cars. It, yeah. it starts that way. Yeah. It starts on the horizontal piece, and then a Ford pickup's real bad. They'll do that, and you'll see it get cloudy coming down. Yes, yeah. yes. Anyway, and uh, Troy Cox with Cecil & Son Discount Tires. You guys also offer the PC41+. Plus. Yep. Use the product, sell the consumer kits if you want to tackle it yourself, or we can provide the service. And, you know, either way, if you follow the directions, the stuff works and works really well. Yeah. This is a great time to get your vehicle in and get it all checked out, especially, you know, kids are home for spring break. And uh, if you need those trailers serviced, you need some of those tires that are going to be up to snuff. You guys have them at Cecil & Son. Absolutely. We literally stock hundreds of trailer tires if you're getting close to that trip, good time to think about it. For your tow vehicle or even your daily driver, we've got rebates of up to $70 per set on Michelin and De Bia, uh, Pirelli that end today. Uh, Firestone just started their spring rebate. It's $60 a set. They'll make, take it up to 100 if you use the Firestone credit card. If you check our website, you can find all these offers and more. All right. And if people need uh, air conditioning service, that's the new thing. People to begin to realize, hey, it's not, getting, it's not working. You guys do that, too. Absolutely. Give us a call. We'd be happy to book a slot for you. And you're open until 3 o'clock today? 730 to 530 weekdays, 730 to 3 on Saturdays. Two locations in Sand Springs and the one on Main Street in Sepulpa. Guys, have a great and a safe St. Patrick's Day. You guys need to put on some green over there. Lloyd's going to get you beat there. I set the example. I don't know I mean, to tell his guys. Really? Lloyd's always styling. He's the I fashion mean, guy. How are you going to keep up with that? <laughs> the fashion guru. Guys, have a great weekend. News is next on KRMG. I didn't